In a world where sports rule the airways, there are two who dare to break from the norm. It's time for the Movie Zone, starring Austin Horton and Johnny Lightfoot. Now playing on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. A new edition of The Movie Zone is hitting your earballs right now. Earballs? I'm Austin. He's Johnny. Yeah, earballs. It's a technical health term. I like it. It's official, right? It's official, official. Hi, Austin. How are you? I'm good. How are you, sir? Man, I am ecstatic. Are you? I had a great night last night. Why? It was Kissmas. I was about to say, what? Never mind. I was going to make a terrible joke. Kissmas? Kiss, yeah. They sang their Christmas album? Nope. Whenever Kiss is in town, it's Kissmas for me. I understand this is, now if people don't know this, Johnny Lightfoot's favorite band ever is Kiss. Is Kiss. You bet. So that was a big night for you. I'm glad that uh, they got it back together. I'm glad that Gene Simmons did the right thing and took care of his health. And Paul. Both of them got sick. Oh, I didn't know Paul was sick. Both of them were sick. Paul got COVID first and they immediately suspended their tour for the 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 gestation period if you i think it was like two weeks and then uh, a couple days after gene came down with it and so oh i thought gene had some major surgery or no no that was that was a while ago Oh, okay yeah so but uh i understand this is it that was the last time they're ever doing this so yeah so to to reference what you were talking about (laughs) last time they canceled the first time they canceled was because gene had to have a surgery okay all right then they rescheduled and that's when covid came into play and so they canceled all tours now they're back again. But and this is the last one ever? Sure. It's the, it's one of those. It's like Ozzy Osbourne 1993's No More Tours <laughs> tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I, I remember when I saw Garth Brooks' second retirement concert mm-hmm. here. So like, mm-hmm. That was four concerts ago. Yes. Since he's been here. So. Yeah. Well, see, and I think what's going to come into play is Kiss will start their Vegas, Vegas residency where they go down and do two months and then take off eight months and go somewhere else and do two months kind of thing. They so, haven't done that before? They've done that, but not like this long. I see. Gotcha. So, um, you know. You know. What can I say? They'll be back. <laughs> it's going to be their last tour for now, so I'll buy all the merch that I could have. You know, I bought it all. And uh, then I'll come back again, and I'll buy it all again. Well, uh, I'm glad that you got to go. I'm glad you had a good time, and glad it went through. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we have a lot to get to today. We're going to have a quick first segment here because Larry Tassoni of Megaplex is joining us for the rest of the show. Okay. Because he's going to talk about CinemaCon. Cool. The, uh, the It's like Comic-Con, but MovieCon, yeah, basically. Yeah, invite only and, yes. and that sort of thing. So all the greatest and latest coming from the movie world. So let's dive in. Before we give you our new movie releases this week, it was sadly my turn to do the Sunday Night Movie Night <laughs> Movie Zone Movie Showdown. And I say sadly because... I thought I thought we had a, a neck and neck. I, uh, I know. Did. I did too when I saw it. Last week you went with uh, Tombstone or um, Unforgiven. Unforgiven. And I thought that was going to be, mm-hmm. and it wasn't. It no. It was a landslide for Tombstone. Yep. This week I went with, because we're going to be talking about a musical that's be, that's been made into a movie here. I went with The Greatest Showman or Hamilton, mm. which is the better movie. Mm-hmm. I thought we were going to be neck and neck. I can see why. I mean, Hamilton's popularity is unbelievable. The Greatest Showman's popularity is unbelievable. And that's, I think it's neck and neck for me. So that's yeah. why I was like, okay. And I would give the slight nod to Hamilton because it's a better, 
it's a better uh, soundtrack. It's a longer show, which I don't like. But I'll be real with you. The Greatest Showman's fun. It's awesome. I love the music. I love... But the effects that were used in the movie sure. were really pedestrian. Well, and if I may, I know that that's not entirely how it all happened. No, There's a lot a they left yeah. out about The Greatest Showman, if you know what I mean. Yeah, well, same with... I mean, Hamilton wasn't completely yeah. true either. Ne- but... Neither one of them were on the right side of the fence. But let's not let facts get in the way of... No, it's well, well, it's a movie. But 493 votes rolled in on this. That is a... Sunday night, movie night, movie zone, movie showdown record. It's because you did it. <laughs> it's not. It's it is. People are passionate about it. They, they look at mine and go, oh, let's put like 20 votes. Well, 66% of the nearly 500 votes went the way of Greatest Showman. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot believe this was a 66-34 landslide <laughs> split. Are you I starting to we feel- we were going to be 51-49 here. Are you starting to feel how I was a few weeks ago when I posted that Twitter poll about it? No. Maybe. Yeah. I'm just, I'm upset. And Eric Eric Jensen, our guy here at The Zone, said the people don't respect rap or history. This is disgusting. <laughs> so, and he might be right about that. So anyway, there's the showdown results this week. Thanks for uh, playing along. Johnny will do one this coming weekend. So get Maybe. On you will. Maybe. We'll see. You will. All right. Uh, let's dive into the new movies out this week. Okay. Now, we had 20, uh, 20 releases in the last two weeks. This week we have... One and a half. Yeah, I'd say I, I wouldn't even give the, the third one a half. Well, I wasn't counting the third one. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. But uh, we do have a couple new movies and a UFC event that you'll be able to see on the big screen. Johnny, why don't you tell us about the premiere uh, release this week? Then? Ooh, the Dear Evan Hansen. Yes. Yes. This is a rated PG musical drama PG-13. starring... PG-13. PG-13, sorry. PG-13 For musical sure, drama PG-13, yeah. uh, starring Ben Platt... Kathleen, Caitlin, uh, Caitlin, sorry, Dever, Dever, Dever. Maybe you should be doing this. <laughs> Amanda Steinberg and Amy Adams. This is a film adaptation of the Tony and Grammy award-winning musical about Evan Hansen, a high school senior with social anxiety disorder and his journey of self-discovery and acceptance following the suicide of a fellow classmate. This will be presented in IMAX and Dolby Atmos Sound. You know Amanda Stenberg from The Hate You Give? Yeah, of course. Everything, everything. That's why I could say her name. You know, the other two, I don't know. You know Amy Adams, obviously. Yes. Ben Platt and Caitlin Endeavor played these roles on Broadway. Okay. Um, and Ben Platt uh, said he wouldn't do the role again. He was happy to put it away and move on with his career. Things didn't take off quite as ferociously as he thought they were going to. So it's a, I'm never going to do this again. You're going to pay me how much? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, but I'm actually really, really, really very excited. I'm a musical guy. People I know you know are. that by now. Uh, I'm excited for this to be on the big screen. My family... At a time when I couldn't go, I was a new father, like uh, I was like a day or two away from being a new father. When my family rented an RV, drove through the night to Denver to watch Dear Evan Hansen on the touring schedule. Really? Uh, And so I missed out on it. I haven't ever seen Dear Evan Hansen other than some scratchy YouTubes. But I've listened to the the soundtrack ad nauseum. Everybody, even if you don't realize it, you know the main the main song from this show. Yeah. Even when the light comes shining through. Yeah. So, dear Evan Hansen, it is it's tough. It hurts. It's sad. Okay. It's uh, a, a story about 
a kid that feels alone and another kid that feels so alone that he does the worst and how this kid then tries to help that kid's family through a big fat lie. Okay. Uh, and thinks he's doing the right thing, but it all unravels on him. It is a raw, raw show, but you leave it feeling better and uh, more inspired. Let me ask you this, Austin. Do you think we are going to get some Oscar buzz about this movie? I don't think we will. Uh, because it's a musical? Movie? Yes, we'll get... Well, except they go with musical or comedy right. at the Oscars, which is a sham. Right. But we might, you might get, uh, uh, I mean, it won all the Tonys. So you might get a Best Actor maybe not in there? Uh, maybe maybe a nom. But I think more more along the lines of original score, Best Original Song, okay. that sort of Okay, thing, so. that's fair. So Dear Evan Hansen, a PG-13 musical drama. Also out this week, the Kendrick brothers are at it for a third straight week. Mm. A PG-13 rated faith-based drama called Courageous Legacy starring Alex Kendrick, Ken Bevel, Robert Amaya, and Kevin Downs. Four men, one calling to serve and protect. As law enforcement officers, they are confident and focused. Yet at the end of the day, they face a challenge that none of them are truly prepared to tackle, fatherhood. When mm. tragedy hits home, they're left wrestling with their hopes, their fears, their faith, and their fathering. From the Kendrick Brothers comes uh, the remastered re-release of Courageous Legacy, celebrating 10 years of impact on families and fathers. This updated version of the film includes new scenes and an enhanced look and sound. Find it at your local Megaplex theaters. Courageous Legacy, again, a faith-based drama, PG-13 rated. You're not getting the greatest acting. You're not getting the greatest quality. You're getting more of an independent feel, a sure. little above independent feel on this movie. But if you're looking for a Sunday afternoon thing for the family to go do and you're of the religious-minded, this would be a good choice for you. This feels a little bit, and we're getting close to that time, but Sundance type of movies. Uh, maybe. The, I mean, the Kendrick no, Brothers. No, you don't see that? No, nah, the Kendrick Brothers, they make their whole career they've made of making religious films. Okay. So, And I think they would call... Scratch the, that from the uh, record, Your Honor. I think they would call Sundance Ill uh, uh, evil. Do, sure. I it's can. of the world. Yeah, it's horrible. Look what it did for Kevin Smith. <laughs> Be in the world, Johnny, not of the world. True. And then, of course, UFC 266. This is yours. Go ahead and tell me. Who are these guys? UFC 266. I've been practicing this. I want you to know okay. it. Uh, Volkanovski okay. versus Ortega. All right. Am I, am I close? I have no idea. I know I'm close. I know I'm right on Ortega, but the first <laughs> yeah. one, I don't know. But let's just go with that. Yeah. Fresh from a pair of victories over Max Holloway, UFC featherweight champion Alexander the Great Volkanovsky def defends his crown against his recent coaching rival, the ultimate fighter, Brian T-City Ortega, in the main event of UFC 266. This is obviously a pretty limited engagement. And uh, if you don't want to do the pay-per-view, hey, go to a Megaplex, get some great popcorn, have some drink and some snacks, and sit in some nice comfy chairs and watch the UFC fight. I love what this is doing, though. It's really playing into my narrative that all these things are staged and choreographed. Oh, of course. They are. It's Look, because this brings this guy, back... Uh, Volkanovski was trained by Brian Ortega. Right. And now... He's the, fighting him. The pupil meets the right. teacher. You get that, that. I think that's a Van Damme movie. It's a Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Right. Obi-Wan and Anakin here. What know. this reminds me of is back in the day when it was the... Uh, not W... WE, but WWF, and there was Hulkamania, and, and come on, brother. WCW. 
Whatever it was back in the day, I was too young. New World Order. No, no, no. (laughs) This is the World Wrestling Federation, WWF, (laughs) and they would have, uh, what was it? uh, Oh, man. It was a pay-per-view event, and I remember going to the Salt Palace to watch it on a screen. And it sucks. I had to sit in, like, really hard chairs. (laughs) Now you can do that same experience, but go into a great movie theater and have popcorn and leather seats that are heated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or cooled. Or cooled, right. All right, so you've got the UFC event. You've got Courageous Legacy and the one I think everyone should go see this week, Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah. You will be singing the songs for a year. Uh, and you'll feel, your, your heart will feel things. Is it bad that every time I, I hear a musical, I expect Grease? That's terrible. Really? Yeah. Grease is so good. I know it means a lot to you. It does. But it is, that's a campy musical. It doesn't mean it's a cheesy musical. No, cheesy musical is Grease too. Okay. <laughs> uh, but Dear Evan Hansen is. No, it's an I, adult musical. I, I'm 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 Not making light, kind of but I know. Oh, whoa, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm making light of it, but actually, Dear Dear Evan Hansen is going to be a great movie. Like you said, it's going to bring the tears. It's going to bring a lot of emotions to to you, and it's worth a watch. All right, there you go. That's your new movie releases this week at Megaplex and around town. This this is weird. It only took like a few minutes to read through these where like the last two weeks it's taken the whole show. Well, and that's because the meat of our movie zone sandwich this week is up next. I know. Larry the Meat Tassoni. Just gave him a a wrestling name. (laughs) He joins us from from Megaplex Theaters next to talk about CinemaCon and whatever else we want to. I just want to give a quick tease, because at the top of this email, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve movies between October 1 and December 25th that are going to be mind-blowing amazing. Yeah, so I'm going to give it a tease, and yeah. I hope Larry will talk about them, because I'm going to ask him about them. So Larry Tassoni and poll question responses, soundtrack of the week, music lesson in history, lesson in music history. It's all up next in a very, very packed Second segment of The Movie Zone. You're locked on to The Movie Zone with Austin Horton and Johnny Lightfoot on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Welcome back, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. This is the movie zone. Austin Horton across from me. I am Johnny Life. And Austin, look who's sitting next to me. You just named him a new nickname. Larry the Meat Tassoni. Yeah. How Larry cool, the right? Meat of this sandwich. All right. Before we get into Larry here, but let's let's talk a little bit about what we're listening to. This is the New York Dolls. Awful. And really? Yeah. You don't like the New York Dolls? I never have. I'm I, I'm not one, shocked, but one I am of them shocked. Joined the Mormon Church. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's all I really know well, about them. Which one? That, and I don't like their songs. But I do have a story about the singer. Are you talking about him? I don't know. I don't okay. know their names. Yeah. Well, let's get into it. Uh, just so you know, this song, Personality Crisis, is the definitive glam punk anthem that is rather reminiscent of the Rolling Stones with its rocking riff and accompanying piano part. It marks a true footnote in rock history. Now, Austin, the New York Dolls were an American rock band formed in New York City in 1971 along with the Velvet Underground and the Stooges. They were one of the first bands of the early punk rock scenes. Mm -hmm. They were also part of the early punk and glam metal and one of the most influential rock bands of the last 20 years. They in Influenced such rock groups as the Sex Pistols, the Ramones, Guns N' Roses, the Smiths, and Kiss. You don't say. I do say. <laughs> Although, you, you know. Mean, the, you mean Kiss just ripped them off, is what you mean. Mm, yes. Okay. <laughs> but with um, better music. Sure. Although, you know, the band never really achieved 
too much commercial success. Uh, their original lineup fell apart quickly. The band really only released two albums that are worthwhile, The New York Dolls in 1973 and Too Much Too Soon in 1974. However, they have become some of the most popular cult records in rock and roll history. And... This is the part that you will like, I think. In the 1980s, singer and frontman David Johansson decided to liberate himself from the expectations of the New York Dolls' perceived persona and on a whim created the persona the per- persona Buster Poindexter. <laughs> Do you remember this yeah, song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot, hot, hot? Yeah. Well, it became such a single and the success that it led him to be invited to appear in one of yours and mine's favorite Christmas movies, Scrooged. He was the ghost of Christmas past. Remember the taxi driver? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was, uh, he's done a lot of drugs. Well, probably. <laughs> he's just, he's got that drug hanging skin. Yes. Off of his face. He's also really old. Well, yeah, but he wasn't then. But he looked 100,000 yeah, years you're old. You're right. You, during Scrooge? There wasn't a lot of makeup. He was a ghost of Christmas past. <laughs> you don't think that was supposed to be you that know, way? Who I mi- You know who I mix him up with all the time is Johnny Knoxville. Okay. They look very much alike. They do. One's um, 80 and one's 40. But. Yeah, but one's body is probably twice the, as old as the others I'd because like of being beat up so much. I've done more drugs. Boy, it's probably an even trade. Joining us now, though, the man, the myth, the legend, Larry the meat. I'm just trying to figure out what meat I am in the sandwich. You yeah. Know? Uh, I, uh, hopefully, it's not bologna. <laughs> waka waka. Uh, uh, pimento loaf. Insert dad joke. Uh, Great dad joke. We, we did a shorter segment than usual in segment one because we wanted to leave the meat of this week's show to uh, you. Nice tie. Oh, so I went with Larry the meat to Sony. I think we were talking it. UFC and wrestling and that. Look, I'm sorry. It's it's there. It's done now. It's dumb. It's, but it's, no, no. It's not dumb. It's done. It's, it's official. It's pretty dumb. It's, you guys can be Hortfoot. I can be the meat in the amen. sandwich. There we amen. go. <laughs> Thanks for having me back. It's great to see you guys again. We I'm, love having Larry here. We're fresh. Yeah. Of it course. makes us legitimate. We're fresh off uh, Fan X last week here in town. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Johnny and I both partook. Yes. Uh, I don't know if you got a chance to get over there at I all, I didn't yeah. know, but I heard all of the amazing things that went on there, and uh, congratulations to... You guys, your participation, Megaplex was there in full force. We, as usual, had our prize wheel out, and yep. it was hundreds of people deep for about three days straight. Uh, and we gave out as many uh, pieces of movie memorabilia that we could, and hopefully everyone had, everyone had a good time. We it was it's been two years since they had a fan X. I know we missed it dearly. And I'm not gonna lie, I I walked past the Megaplex booth several times, and I kept peeking in to see if you were over there. Uh, so yeah. that you could butt in line, probably. So I could get hey, something. Hey, Larry! <laughs> hey, uh, t- out of the way, spider and whatever. I'm going to spin this wheel. Uh, <laughs> but speaking of conventions, you're fresh off uh, coming back, at, well, almost a month now, from CinemaCon. Yes, yes. Uh, the annual movie convention for, for our industry. And it was two years. Easy there. Between the uh, <laughs> between those conventions as well. <laughs> Let the elephant in. <laughs> uh, it's everything from concessions to movie cameras, right? It's Absolutely, everything. yeah. From, you know, it's, it's from food up to the, to the Hollywood stars. Everything that can go into a movie theater uh, is all packed into... Uh, Caesar's Palace in, in in Las Vegas. Is it always at Caesar's? Um, it has been for uh, I don't know, close to ten years now. It used to be at another location, and then they 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 moved over there. Um, I was actually able to take advantage of the new Caesar's Palace um, 
uh, room share program. I don't know if you guys heard oh, of this. You, you, like you, ride share? It's, it's kind of like ride share. It's where you go, you check in, they give you your keys, and you go into your room. And there's somebody already in the room, you know. So they, they oh, take a, they take some money off your room. How does yeah. that work in COVID <laughs> days? Wait a second. <laughs> it was the one of the scariest moments I experienced. Now, while were you I was expecting at, this? No, no, no. Oh, this okay. was right, so this was a complete. Here, this was a complete snap. I'm gonna go by <laughs> the front desk. I uh, <laughs> okay okay. I was gonna say I was gonna go full Gordon Monson on this and go. That could kind of be a cool well, thing for the right person. I, uh, I'm gonna write a call. Yeah, I get my I get up to the room, walk in. I had a meeting scheduled. Was gonna just throw my bags in the room, turn around, run right back down to the lobby, uh, and my out of the corner of my eye, I catch something on the bed, and it's an open suitcase. Okay. Thought, <laughs> someone else in here? Am I about to get jumped? Yeah. And then I thought, what are you doing, idiot? Get out of the room. And so I grabbed my stuff and I marched back down to the lobby and they said they had some kind of a mix up with the rooms and got me a new room. And, and the keys worked you know, for both of you. Yeah. That's uh, I'm just lucky that, that nobody was actually in the room when I walked in. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was, I mean, it was, what do you do? It's, you know, fun little, room it's share. a fun little story to tell. He had me, fact, he, I, he had me for a second there. I was like, Oh, I guess that makes sense. It reminds me of uh, <laughs> Kevin White, who does the analyst work on our Utah state football broadcasts and our Logan engineer, Ajay Salveson. Mm -hmm. We're traveling with Utah state a couple years ago and they, Kevin walked into his room and Ajay was already in there with the door open to the bathroom doing things. Oh. And oh. They, they, but it wasn't a mistake. They had actually booked, booked them, them together. together and just hadn't told. They decided it was, they had their own rooms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Surprise. So. Wow. I have to tell you, for the rest of the trip, I made sure that, like, the bathroom doors were closed. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I, things that when I stay in a room by myself, I wouldn't think about. Right. Now I started to think about. So <laughs> wow. I, don't want, I don't want to besmirch the good name of Caesar's Palace because they were very apologetic and I'm helpful. Sure. Yeah. It and happens. Helped, yeah. you know, correct the situation. In the end, you know, it was just a funny story. That's so great. No harm, no foul. So, Larry, <laughs> let's let's get down to the real meat of uh, Cinecon. What is the new food items coming out? <laughs> Well, can we I order a really steak sandwich <laughs> from uh, Benny Hanna? Right, have it brought over exactly. Here. Yeah, we're going to be installing the uh, next to everyone's seats those grills. Yeah, those, those, the, the, the tipping yeah. yeah. will come yes. right in. Prepare, prepare your They'll flip right the shrimp. You know, yeah, oh, cool. <laughs> Not distracting at all. Yeah. No, love it. No, well, um, obviously this convention is filled with uh, presentations from all our studio partners. Um, and there were some really neat things to report on. I'll just kind of zip through some of the things that I think are the most entertaining or most interesting. Um, opening night, we get there, and Sony Pictures uh, does the opening night presentation. And they a, have a little their, fledgling movie company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who? Yeah. You know, they're 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 backed by um, uh, a company in Japan. I think they they might be okay. But. You know what Sony stands for? Soon, only not yet. What? I don't understand. You don't understand that? <laughs> because they always release something, but then they say it's going to go, and then it never goes. No, all right, never mind. Just cool. Oh. We're going to cut that. There's, there's a <laughs> dousing I, Larry's fire. I, <laughs> I wanted to give the courtesy laugh. No, no. I, you looked at me like, what? Uh, but then I thought, like, well, maybe, I guess uh, I won't tell you. Uh, sorry. I guess that's a music <laughs> industry joke. Sorry. Uh, yeah. I there you go. But they come out, and they start talking about their, their upcoming slate of movies. They're all excited about it, and they start talking about the new Spider-Man. Man, no way home mm -hmm. and they refer to you know the best way to do things is live and in person and and in these conventions and in, in the past 
they would uh, you'd have a lot of the talent actors, directors, producers come out and talk about their movies. That's part of the appeal of this convention. It was you had more, a Tom Cruise a couple years ago. Yeah, I've I. I've seen a lot of Hollywood stars come in to talk about their movies, and it's been awesome that they do that kind of thing. So they were gearing us up to where we thought they're going to show us the new Spider-Man movie. It sounded like they were going to show us the whole thing. And not only that, they were going to have Tom Holland and Benedict Cumberbatch come out and wow. present it to us, which is not uncommon. And now Zendaya. Yeah. <laughs> and so and then they throw to a pre-recorded clip by Tom Holland and uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, which was very entertaining. <laughs> and what they did premiere for us was what everyone is now seeing the new trailer for the Spider-Man movie. So I was all upset now. I'm like, I wanted to see Spider-Man. You made me think I was going to see <laughs> Spider-Man. And so but then they surprise us by bringing out Ivan and Jason Reitman to talk about Ghostbusters, both from the father to the son, the new legacy of, of Ghostbusters Afterlife. And Ivan Reitman tells this awesome story of the first time they ever screened the original Ghostbusters. They said, we really, he said, we really just needed to know is, are we going to get away with this, hmm. uh, with the jokes and the story and everything. So he says, we had a, we had an unfinished print. There were no special effects coming out of the proton packs. Slimer was just a ball on a stick. Wow. When we got to the scene with the refrigerator and Zool, it was a it was a card that said insert scene here. <laughs> you know, there was nothing. And so we, he says we're getting some jeers and sneers from the crowd. But most of all, they're just laughing at everything. Even this, the, there's a, one scene of the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. And he's just a guy with like a plastic head on bobbing his head past the model of the of the cityscape. You know, okay. and so but in the end. It was really hitting home and we knew that it was going to connect with people. And so then Jason Reitman starts to talk about making this film and how important it was for him to make something that he could show to his daughter. That's for the fans, for his father. And by the way, now we're just going to show you the movie. Oh, my God. So there was the bomb wow. that dropped and they said, enjoy Ghostbusters. You're the first audience that's ever going to see it. And they showed us Ghostbusters. The whole and movie. So they showed us the whole movie. Wow. So while I I'm am jealous, unable Get to out. disclose <laughs> how much I loved the movie. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, it's or hated. Yeah. <laughs> one or the other. Um, uh, yeah, I can't disclose details about the film. It was, that was the awesome thing that they, uh, that Sony presented to us. To, well, to it's right around the convention. corner, man. We're looking at just over, oh, about two months away. Yeah. It's coming out for November, just ahead of Thanksgiving. Um, the mm -hmm. weekend before Thanksgiving weekend. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, we're not that far off. Uh, we'll probably be able to talk about it more soon in the future and, and then I can, uh, yeah, really, I've got really gush over questions. it. So, so in um, the spirit of not giving anything away, why is the ghost out in this area? <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that the is that, Sony? Is that, is that too much? <laughs> yes. Yeah, sure. Sure. Why not? Soon, only not yet. Soon, Soon only, only not, not yet. yet. There you go. Well, See, that's pretty cool. That was the crown jewel. That, that's actually pretty cool though. Yeah, the, that, uh, was, that was awesome. That was good. They dropped a bomb on you. At least it wasn't, I would, I don't know. Would you rather seen Spider-Man? Well, I don't know I, because you know I love I Ghostbusters, <laughs> and yeah, I know you. I wouldn't. actually then started to think, if you look at the MCU order of things, technically we hadn't seen Shang Chi yet, and I thought, what if there's a scene in it that connects to Shang Chi in some way and spoils it? Right. And Austin's going to sleep as I talk about this. Yeah, you but, just look at me again. Oh, but, look, uh, at me. Yeah. look at me. Look, look at me. No, it's uh, not the tea you get at Starbucks. <laughs> so, so in the end, I I get my chai from Shane. Yeah. Gotcha. In the end, Ghostbusters was a good repayment for their nasty trick that they played. So <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't too. Well, too I'm I'm super excited to see the Ghostbusters movie. I know there's a lot of Stranger Things actors in. It. I think there's two of them, right, from Stranger Things. Can you confirm or deny? Don't get yourself uh, yeah, in trouble I, here. 
Is it Miley? Is Miley in it? Millie, you mean? Millie? Yeah, Millie, Millie? Bobby Brown. Yeah. Um, I mean, this no, 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 no. Google. She's not in it. It's, um, gosh, it's the other actress from, now I can't think of her name or anything else she's ever done. But no, it's I don't. It's not Millie. It's Bobby not Millie. Brown, okay, I, I always confuse her. But there's another actor from Stranger. Things. I knew there's someone. One of the, it's the boy. That one of the Finn, boys, Finn Wolfhard. Yeah, yeah, the one that she, that uh, actually falls in love with her in yeah, Stranger Things. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, he likes Eleven a lot. He likes Eleven. Take it to Eleven. There you go. Yeah. Um. He. Yeah. He's the one that's in it. But the girl that's in it. And, oh, man, I wish I could remember. McKenna her Grace. McKenna Grace. There you go. Yeah. She was. Look at uh, the big brain on Austin. <laughs> Google. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, she's great in it. She's so okay. um, anyway. Um, well, there's a lot of there's a lot of hints that they've been throwing out in the trailers, and I know there's a throwback to the original. Someone may or may not show up from the original Ghostbusters. Someone's or yeah. I'm just saying I'm saying someone. You, we, we've we've you know, you know we've had a dearly departed from the original we have, cast. We have. And uh but but in the latest trailer there's a phone call it's picked up and you hear the voice and I'm pretty sure it's Dan Aykroyd. But gotcha. I'm not saying that or not. But Again, Harold he's Ramis, not confirming. Harold Ramis has passed and Correct. that's too sad. That's too bad. I wonder if uh uh, I'm one of those rare people that liked the uh, Melissa McCarthy. I did too. Yeah, I think the so trailer came out yeah. and ever for some it was a poorly cut trailer and everyone hated it. And then when we screened the movie, I really liked it. I, I laughed it, my but, head off. But it couldn't overcome the negative publicity of the trailer that was out online. Yeah. Leslie Jones and uh, Chris Hemsworth. Oh, yeah. Were Chris Hemsworth. Were impossibly funny. He was that. great in that. Yeah. Uh, so we're excited for uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife, obviously. Uh, what else What else came out of CinemaCon? Uh, then uh, later in the convention, we had a presentation from Warner Brothers, and they showed us some clips from a couple of movies. One was the upcoming Batman movie, and I know we're going to get into superheroes again. Oh, Batman's one, okay. I'm good with Batman. Okay. Well, there's Although a lot there of people, a lot I of think, <laughs> that are on the fence about what to think of Robert Pattinson. Yeah. And I'll just say... Twilight, that's I, what ruined him. And I think that's what people think of when they think of him. Mm-hmm. And he was one of the only things that I liked from the Twilight movies because just not my kind of movies. Um, and I liked him. I read I all the books. His acting and everything he's been in since then has been <laughs> has been really good. Yeah. Uh, so when they cast him, I didn't have the Ben Affleck reaction. So I thought, you know, I'm excited for this. And then they showed us some clips for it. And they had um, they had the they had some filmed comments from the director. And um, I can share some details about where this fits in the Batman timeline of things. This is a very young Batman. Uh, The director quoted um, as saying that this is kind of the the start of the Batman story. Basically, like if you put it chronologically in the other movies that have been out, it would be like after Batman begins when he's just gone, come into the role. He's still learning and sharpening his detective skills, but he's a very angry and aggressive personality. And so they show some scenes where he just kind of loses it while he's fighting villains and is beating on them intensely. Mm. And he takes he takes fights more personally. He doesn't have his more subdued personality as of yet. Mm. Uh, can you uh, can you say because I heard some rumors that this may be a multiverse Batman DC's version of a multiverse that this is just a different oh, timeline cons- at all. And, and I, I don't know if that's please true or not. No. Can you and, and if you can't say that's and fine, but I, what I, I don't know that I can or can't because what they talked about and what they showed us didn't touch on anything. Okay, so I, I bet so, it, I bet it's not then. So easily enough, I can say I don't know. Cool. But those that those that are hesitant because it's Twilight guy shouldn't be. Yes, I Robert would. Pattinson's better than Twilight. Exactly. The, uh, did you ever see Good Time? 
Yes, uh, he yep. was phenomenal. Water yeah, for Elephants, the Lost City of uh, uh, Zed. Did you see Water for Elephants? Water in. for Elephants, The Lighthouse, and then Tenet. Mm-hmm. Tenet, yes. Tenet right. was his most he's, probably most recent. He's a uh, much film. better actor than he he's known for because of Twilight. Exactly. So. Yeah. So, um, so that was great. So I think a lot of the fans for Batman in general uh, should be excited about what's coming from what they showed us. Did they show the Batmobile? I don't it's recall. A motorcycle, I believe. Oh, remember, so the one, remember he crashed it filming in London? Yes, they did. But the, the one shot I saw of a Batmobile was actually like a souped up Camaro or Dodge Charger. Oh, now that ah. you say that, yeah, there was a there was a shot of it driving yeah. uh, really quick. And it's Ooh. more like old school muscle car mm-hmm. than, nice. than crazy. West yeah, Than Rumbler, you know, <laughs> than Rumbler Tumbler type the tank, of car. The tank car, Fox. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, and then the other clip, major clip that Warner Brothers showed us is from a film that's coming out in just a few weeks, and that's the the Dune remake. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yes. They they featured the director, and he talked very intensely about his connection to the books and how, as a child, he's just loved these books. It, it was very reminiscent of Peter Jackson, Lord of the Rings, how he's just been a he's loved the books his entire life. And this mm-hmm. project means so much for him. And then they showed us an extended um, scene from the film that was really impressive. And uh, the, I know the directors out there, I obviously would be, uh, am doing the same thing, urging people to go see it in theaters. It's going to be available on our yeah. IMAX screens yeah. uh, in, in all of the specialty formats. But what they showed us there was really impressive. And I, I will what admit cast. Yeah, the, the cast way. is Good just grief. off the charts. Um, Chalamet, Zendaya, Rebecca Ferguson, Momoa, Oscar Isaac, Stellan Skarsgård. Bautista, Javier Bardem, Josh Brolin. This is a big, big big time. There was another representative from Megaplex there with us who's a huge Dune fanatic. Um, And he. I didn't know that about Jeff Whipple. uh, (laughs) (laughs) And uh, and it's not Jeff Whipple. (laughs) Um, But he afterwards was saying how the original movie, because I've never seen it. Um, you haven't didn't go yeah didn't follow the book so so closely Mm -mm. whereas he felt what we saw really did follow the books more closely Mm -hmm. and could easily mean that they could make more films based on the other books that are out there now I I I grew up when the uh, original Dune was released and I did see it and I, I gotta be honest it was hard to watch it was not greatly done even though it kind of was a cult classic type of film um so I'm excited to see a second chance of this this film. I, I've recently watched the old version again, and, and it is a little hard to follow and hard to get through. But from what I've seen of this new version of Dune, they have taken some of the same scenes from there and redid them. But visually, this movie looks beautiful. And those comments are exactly what I'm hearing from anyone who are fans of either the original film or the books. Yeah. And you have to just think, I mean... How many years later, the advancements in technology oh. to be able to do the special effects better? It was and, early 80s. And, uh, yeah. Uh, and so I want to I want to go back and, and watch the original, but I'm going to wait and watch the new one first. Cool. Then I can have a comparison that way. So, uh, well, I'm sure we could go on and on and on and on and on and on for hours. Give us the, the quick, okay. quick list and we'll I, shut up. I'll give you I'll give you two more th- really cool things that they showed us okay. in, in that. And they both are based out of the Paramount presentation. Um, the first was, and they were both, and they're both going to be uh, revolving around Tom Cruise. The first was an extended featurette and behind-the-scenes look at the new Mission Impossible film. <laughs> and as we know, with all of these films, Tom Cruise does all of his own stunts, and every movie he and the director come up with a new, over-the-top stunt that they're going to do. And they showed us what went into that stunt. This stunt is um, a jump off of a, off, uh, let's see. 
a motorcycle jump off of a cliff in Norway into a base jump parachute. What? And they worked on this. They the spent hundreds of days. <laughs> they they spent hundreds of days working on this to where uh, they were trying to get the science of all of it right. So they built a ramp off of that jumps off of this cliff. So not just jumping off the cliff, but a ramp to launch the motorcycle at the right angle. Evil can evil. And the motorcycle was apparently rigged in such a way to where you couldn't see the speedometer. So Tom Cruise had to do it all by feel. Oh my and they gosh. were placing drones and helicopters in the right places so that he could they could wow. see where to put everything, every camera so that you could get the perfect shot for this jump. And they spent hundreds of days doing practices for the base jumps out of helicopters and the and the the test ramp. Uh, before they built the ramp in Norway. Then they go to Norway and they're doing all the stuff and they're testing it and they show the the first jump and everybody's in a tent down at the bottom of the cliff and they're getting ready to launch and he goes and he does the jump and you know everything is successful, it works. Tom Cruise gets up, they're on like microphones talking back and forth to the to the to the control tent and he says, I can do it again. I think I can hold on to the bike a little bit longer. And they ended up doing the jump seven times wow. oh that day. And so this featurette will that guy eventually is. come out for everyone to see. But wow. I mean, it was just I think what's lost is a lot of people will watch the trailer or watch the movies for, uh, for these kind of stunts and just assume because I do the same thing. I just assume it's all green screen and special effects. Right. But he does these things and he, you know, he pushes himself and it's unbelievable. So mm. so that was really awesome for the upcoming Mission Impossible. And then they said, we're going to show you the first 15 minutes of Top Gun Maverick. Oh my god. And so we got to watch wow. basically the I'm opening excited for that sequence. Too. I hate you so much. And um <laughs> and uh it you, was You spent the whole time talking about stupid Spider-Man with us. You didn't start with the Tom Cruise stuff. <laughs> was the volleyball scene in it though? <laughs> what what I can say <laughs> and obviously I can't talk about it be, yeah. um too much, but it was it was awesome. I, I mean wait. everybody loved it and we all wished that they had just continued to show us the whole rest of the movie. Oh yeah. Because we know they have it finished and it's waiting around. They of but, course uh, cut it at a moment where you you're know, like, "No, please, what's next?" Cliffhanger. And, uh, so, yeah. so that was so. Those were two more really cool things that came from the that came from the convention. Awesome. Uh, we have a, a poll question this week. Name a movie that no matter how many times you watch it, you get emotional every time. I think, in essence of time, we're gonna have to punt that to next week. Let's punt it to next week. Yeah. Larry had some good answers and some funny answers. I yeah. I mean. Your your post of it included a Tom Hanks. Yeah. And all I could think of was really anything with Tom Hanks, right? Yeah. So I I, I posted a, a gif of of one with Tom Hanks. You can, we that, can say and it. And then Wilson, one. Wilson the volleyball. Uh, Wilson from oh, yeah. volleyball. Yeah. Uh, and uh, my other one was from Up because that movie gets me every time. Up gets me every time I too. Know. Austin Stoneheart doesn't. You know. I watched Up once and went. Here's I want to laugh, what man. I'll, here's what I'll tell you <laughs> about Up. I remember watching it the first time in the theaters before I was a dad and thinking it was all right. It was a Pixar movie. It's okay. And then years later, after I had my kids and they started getting into all the movies and watching it, it hit me much differently. And I also found a lot more humor in it than I had. I feel like I missed the first time. So, Maybe I'll you know, you'll have to shot. go back and give it another watch. All right. Well, we'll come back on the other side. We'll wrap up briefly with a from the archives, uh, known, unknown and lesser known facts about. Do we want to say it? A uh, sort of superhero movie. <sighs> Next on the movie zone. <laughs>
You're locked on to the Movie Zone with Austin Horton and Johnny Lightfoot on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Final segment this week here on the Movie Zone. I'm Austin Horton, Johnny Lightfoot here, and Larry Tassoni. Larry the Meat. Sorry, that's just how you are. It is. Fort Foot in the Meat here on the Movie Zone. That's a (laughs) spinoff. That's our sequel. Uh, All right, soundtrack of the week is uh, the New York Dolls. Yeah. Johnny told you why in segment two. This song, We're All in Love, is from the movie Kick-Ass. Which is okay to say because that's a proper name of a movie. Right. It's a sort of superhero movie. It's basically anyone with a wetsuit can be a superhero. (laughs) So tell us some known, unknown, (laughs) and lesser-known facts about Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass came out in 2010. It's directed by Matthew Vaughn. 11 years ago? 11 years ago. Blowing my mind. In case you're wondering who Matthew Vaughn is, I just have to throw this out. He's the husband of Claudia Schiffer. So there you go. Oh, didn't, I didn't know that. Didn't yeah. need to know it. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> Starring Aaron Taylor Johnson, Nicolas Cage, Chloe, Chloe Grace Mortez. Moretz. That one too. Uh, you're going to help me with Christopher's last name. Mintz Plas. Thank you. Yes. McLovin. McLovin. Yes, yes right. Uh, Mark Strong, Garrett Brown, Deborah Twist, Sophie Wu, Evan Peters. It just goes on and on and on. It's rated R for language and violence. Has a runtime of one hour and 57 minutes. A budget of $30 million. And worldwide gross of $96 million. All right. So good did pretty good for that. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes gives it 76% critics, 81% fans. Now, after being rejected by almost every studio they approached, Matthew Vaughn raised the budget at a dinner party and made the movie independently. However, huh. Vaughn ultimately sold the movie to Universal Studios for more than he had originally asked them for. Atta baby. That's the way to Get do the it. Studios. Do it. <laughs> also, I don't know if you knew this, but the rights of the film version were sold before the comic book was even published. Oh, wow. No, I didn't. Yeah, it was, it was, they were pretty excited about this. Now, we talked a little bit about Batman in the last segment, and Nicolas Cage modeled his speech mannerisms as Big Daddy on the original 1966 Adam West Batman. And according to Matthew Vaughn, Cage started acting out his lines this way at the first costume fitting, and Vaughn was super happy that he continued this performance in the film instead of using the traditional "I am Batman" gravelly voice, but Christian Bell. Yeah, he, he just, yeah. It, it, granted, the Adam West is very campy, and the Christian Bale is supposed to be tough, but I don't necessarily see it that way. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, comic book writer who wrote this comic book actually prefers the film to his own comic book. Oh, that's a take you don't see very often that's a smart guy you know what you don't have to do in a movie theater read right even though in this one you do a little bit yeah sure and uh, let's see brad pitt who's good friends with mr vaughn was originally going to play the part of big daddy which was by nicholas cage but instead decided to do that inglorious quentin tarantino movie from 2009 (laughs) probably a better choice i would think out of the two and austin's favorite movie con air is actually referenced in this movie you have to look for it, though. There's a comic book montage which shows uh, Nicolas Cage's character turned, turning into Big Daddy, and it shows him to be in prison while his daughter, Mindy, grows up without a father. This, of course, is a homage to 1997's Con Air, where the character went to prison and had to grow up. The daughter had to grow up without her dad. And one final thing. <laughs> it's not a comic book movie unless there's a Stan Lee Cameo. cameo yeah. There is a Stanley cameo in this, even though it is not a Marvel. It's release. not a Stanley comic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's in every he's in every comic book movie. 
But keep this in mind. This movie came out two years after the original Iron Man. Yeah. yeah Iron Man came out in eight, so this is ten, so it was still fresh It's there. fun. It's a fun movie. Larry, you Yeah, Larry, no, and it, it flew kind of under the radar when it came out. It was one of these surprise hits that nobody saw coming. Favorite uh, Stanley cameo? Ooh. I'll go first. Okay, Big go. Hero 6. I was going to say oh, Big Hero. Yeah. That's, that's, I it's love a that. sneaky good it one. Is. Yeah. It's so sneaky. I still love him, though. My favorite Marvel is Thor Ragnarok, so ah. I kind of loved him as the uh, the haircut guy, the yeah, barber. That's a good one. Yeah. There's, there's always uh, Tony Stank. Is Tony this, Stank? <laughs> Tony Stank? Uh, that's yes, he's Tony too. Stank. <laughs> What's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? Where he's, uh, is that where he's got like a space helmet on? And Oh, that's the one where he's, uh, he's, he's actually with some of the Eternals, if you so to speak. Uh, the yeah, the, yeah. the gods are of the universe. The, the Eternals or the Watchers? The Watchers. Or Watchers? Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of the, all the same character as like what the Eternals are, what Thanos was. They were kind of the gods of the universe, so to speak. Right, right. Well, we got to go. I'm sorry. Uh, we, had, we, we need two hours, weeks, Easily. we have the meat here. <laughs> when we have the meat here, here we have to have two yeah. hours. So, Hortfoot, we can carry 44 minutes. Barely. But, but when the meat comes in, we need another 44 minutes. All right. Minutes. Sounds good. So let it be said. So let it be done. If you say it into these microphones, it happens. It's hey, done. I'm here whenever you guys call. Just Larry, like you put your bat signal up in the sky, I'll be here. Well, we just put our Megaplex spotlights crossing <laughs> each other. Here comes Larry. Thanks for being here. Appreciate hey, no it. problem. Thanks, Larry. He's Larry Tassoni. He's Johnny Lightfoot. I'm Austin Horton. We'll be back next week on the Movie Zone.